This last fall, I had the opportunity to lead a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Powerful, powerful, uh, powerful experience at so many levels. One of the most powerful was actually at Calvary, where the, the scene we just read took place. Um, and in it, I, I remember a, a particularly powerful experience I had on a retreat. I had a sun retreat some years ago, 30 year, about seven or eight years ago. And uh, one of the parts of the sun retreat you do is you meditate on each of the different parts of Scripture. And, and you spend uh, a week uh, on just these, this passage, just one full week on just this, the passion of Christ. Um, to, to help break it open, um, we use different methods of prayer. One of the methods of prayer we use is called the imaginative prayer, discursive meditation. And you imagine yourself in one of the scenes of Scripture. Um, one of the more powerful ones that I recalled when I was at Calgary this last fall was this particular scene where Jesus was in the praetorium waiting his, after being flogged and, and scourged, waiting to be crucified. And so I imagined myself in that scene. And when I got into, into the praetorium, Jesus was alone and face down on, on the dirt floor. And his whole back and legs were covered with open wounds from the scourging. I was so in shock, I, I, ran, I ran to him, I knelt down, and I put my hands on him and said, Oh, Jesus, what have they done to you? And as I put my hand on him, he, he welched in pain and jarred back. And I realized that I had now hurt him more than I had tried to help him. And then he heard my voice. He, he pulls himself up and rolls back over with great pain, on his other side and props himself up on a leg. And to my shock, he was covered in welts and scars on the front too. Not a single inch to be seen that was un, unscarred. I was going like, how could they do this? Humans, why would they do this to you, Lord? And just then I saw a space just above his chest that had no open wounds. And so I put my hand right there, my hand on his hand. And he smiled gently, and then he was comforted. It was good for him, and it was good for me to be able to help. And then he leaned up, and he said, Brendan, in your ministry, when you reach out to help people, don't touch their wounds. Search for the place they have no wounds and touch them there, because there you will heal. The wounds, even though you did not cause them, will cause pain, and they will not be able to heal. I have um, tried to take that prayer to heart so many times, and we try as priests and as ministers and as people to help one another, but often Often we touch each other's wounds. Uh, in fact, in family life, um, I don't know what it is about siblings, but we don't only touch each other's wounds, we poke each other's wounds. 
right? We actually go at it and we keep going until they break. Um, even spouses do it to each other. Sometimes unintentionally, keep poking, keep poking, keep poking until boom, they blow up. And then you think, so, yeah, there's some, I don't know, some perverse pleasure we get out of causing that to happen for those who are closest to us. But we're called to, to not touch each other's wounds. We're called to look for that one space in a person's heart one space in a person's life to try and touch them there so that we can bring healing to one another. It, it seems so straightforward, but in our, in our days of, of hurriedness, of busyness, we tend to just try to do things. I think we would be called much more to be pleasant to people and to look and to search for the one place they are not wounded. I don't think it's just priests who are called to that ministry. I think every Christian is called to that ministry. The ministry of healing. The ministry of touch. The ministry of presence. When we can do that for one another, we will heal each other. We will heal this world. We will heal the body of Christ. So today, as we come forward to venerate the cross, and I invite you all to please come in some way, form, or another to venerate the cross. As you wait in line, ponder your own wounds, your own sinfulness, the times that people have, have touched it, have pointed out your weakness, have highlighted the things you don't do well, and feel the pain, and know the pain of the cross. But then also think about those whose wounds you have touched, whether intentionally or unintentionally, and I vow to not touch them again whether it be your spouse, your sibling, or friend, or foe. Let's not touch each other's wounds. Let us rather heal each other and touch the unwounds of each other's souls.